What up, what up? I'm Adrian Young. I'm Ali Shaheed Muhammad. And we are The Midnight Hour. And you are listening to Mega Late Show. Skirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're youngin' up in here. <laughs> Peace. Mega Late Show. I'm Mega. Episode number 136. Jeez. Hey. Uh, the Mega Late Show is a Tokyo-based hip-hop art and culture podcast. We show art, culture, in Tokyo, you know what I mean? Today, I got my blood cousin with me, Alan Valley. What's good? A Valley the Hilt. Actually, man, this is like I've, I feel like I've almost collected all the Hilt pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've I've got all the collectibles. Like, who who nice. am I? Who am I missing? You got Los, my man, out in Hokkaido. Okay. Um, that might be difficult. He'll, he'll come down. He always all coming right. down to Tokyo, but I want to introduce him to you. He okay. was actually that that time when I was on with Solgasa. He was out here, and that was I told you I was helping out the homie, okay. and that was him. So okay, bet yeah. Well, yeah, we got more help folks up in here today. Before I tell y'all exactly who that is, let me remind you to go back and go check out some episodes that I have with A Valley. You've been here for a Hilt episode. Yes. You've been here for uh, Giovanni's episode, and you were just here a couple weeks ago for uh, Wes Atlas and Tommy Crane, right? Yeah, they were dope. Yeah. I saw Wes the other day actually. We linked up. I met him randomly at the pizza shop before our show at uh, Trunk Hotel, and then he came through and he showed love. Yeah, yeah, really could, dope people. Really. He got yeah. Go back and check him out, man. He just got a new track that came out called Minestrone. Minestrone. It got some, yeah, it got some like uh, like some Brazilian samba or like some Ooh. bossa nova type of vibes to it, man. I really like those cats, man. Those young cats is making some super quality music. Shout out to Sogasa. Hopefully, we'll have Viva Ola on soon. Um, yeah, I, would you remember what number it is? 134, 133, something like that. One, Go, yeah, the 133. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, um, I also want to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Il Sugi, one of my favorite beat makers out here. He's also the cat that runs um, uh, uh, an event at Slow Lights at Heavy Six Zero in Nakano. He's been making beats forever. We had him on a podcast last, a year or two ago with Cram and uh, Matatabi. Japanese beat makers just really killing the oh, scene out here. I met Matatabi beat though. He's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We had them all on together, him, That's Il Sugi, and, and Cram. And uh, you know, he he and Cram can speak English pretty well. Matatabi uh, not so much. But but yeah, uh, Il Sugi just dropped a new project called Keef Tape. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. And so I'm gonna be playing beats by him all of this episode, and also I'm gonna end the episode with one of the tracks from it. Um, right now, this is one of the tracks from it called Charcoal. Uh, he got a variety of beats, some of them slow and, and like molasses-like, such as this one, uh, but just variety. And so, yeah, Mega Late Show. And um, Crafty Kid, yeah. that's who we got in here today, right? Yeah. Let me yeah. see, do I have an applause drop? Hey. hey, that's fresh. Yeah. I, never, I never got an applause but drop before. I mean, sometimes I, I forget. I don't even know if I gave Valley a, an applause drop on the episode he's been on. <laughs> I, I'm starting to Thank utilize you. this a little bit more so I can clean up my 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 act and and you know I, I got some. Let me see what else I got on here. I don't play. I don't have sides. It's our side. It's our side, and you don't have a side. That's it. Jeez. That's hard. Yeah, we'll have like samples that. come in. You know what I mean. But yeah, Crafty Kid, man, uh, you're a member of the Hilt. Yeah. Tell yeah, me, tell me about this. Um. So yeah, uh, I think the when was it? Like April, June. Yeah, it's like yeah. April. Yeah, yeah. April, right? Right when shit was yeah. starting to hit the fan and and stuff like that. Yeah. So we were freestyling just at this this park over here, right? Yeah. Was that the first time. Yeah. It and was it was so funny. We all sat on different sides of the bench mm. and had uh, the wet wipe tissue in the middle wiped oh, down yeah. the bench. And then we all had hand sanitizers, masks. I was rocking my Nike gloves at the time, and we were like, "That's why we were so all still very paranoid." <laughs> yeah. We were like, uh, "Away, away." Yeah, yeah. Right and here um, in Ikebukuro. Yeah, yeah, yes, What's up? And um, uh, so you was freestyling, and then there was this. You spat the Goku hook, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I was yeah. like, yo, I fuck with that, and I wanted to get on that. And then I don't know. I feel like the same week we recorded that or something. Yeah. Wait, it was before that, bro. Me, you, and Adam. That was before that, but we didn't get to freestyle. That's that true. Time. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. when I met you. But then yeah. the hill thing was like. 
I think from the Goku song. Yeah, it was from the and Goku song. And then you song. asked me, uh, and then the first time I was, I wasn't sure, right? Because you know, this is like my. I always say this, like it feels weird saying it, but like this is like my my side thing kind of thing, you know, music. Yeah, because um, I do the art as well. Um, so man's told me he was like, I'm in retirement. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't use that. I didn't no use that word. I mean, I was I was I was googling your name around the uh, you know like YouTube or whatever, yeah, yeah. and there's content on there from like seven, ten years ago. That's type the of thing. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've been doing this a long, long time, like twelve years. Okay. And um, but it's always been for fun. It's always been like just another part of me, like a release, you know. I feel that. Um, and yeah, um, but yeah, we recorded Goku, and then we was just freestyling lots of other songs. Yeah. And like we, you know, we got good chemistry, go back and forth like that. Um, so then you asked me again. I was like, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Is that how people get yeah. into the hill? Y'all just start rapping together, and it's like, hey, it's a it's a crucible. Like okay. so, whenever yeah, it was a vibe, man. someone, I'm like, all right, they'd be like, oh, I rap. I'm like, all right, freestyle with me. Mm. And if mm. and if you hold your own in the freestyle, then I'm like, I fuck with you. Okay, bet. <laughs> so how how many people are in the hilt now? Um, I say we have currently capped it. Um, but rappers and producers included eight. Okay, they're not individuals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so now there's a cap. You can't just go up and battle to get you in. You can't. Just, <laughs> like, you can't be just be like, yes, I challenged the master, uh, and now okay, the master's okay. like, no, we gotta we gotta sort out our shit first before we keep going. Mm. You know. That's what's up. Clean out the dojo. I, well, I'm real excited to hear it, man. I, I mean, I, y'all keep me in the loop. I always tell people I'm like the Papa Wu of the hill. I just stay on the sidelines. Mm. I, you know, I used to, I was I was rapping and producing and making beats for years, but it was always a oh, side thing okay. for me, too. Like, I, I never did it to, like, make a song. I right. did it because it was, like, what people did when we were standing around drinking 40s and, right. and yeah. writing poetry on the side. Like, it was always more like... This is how I communicate with my homies. Yeah, I'm release. not trying to. Yeah. I'm not trying to make any money off of this or mm. get known from it. But we, I help run this open mic for a couple of years, type yeah. of shit. So, yeah, man. You said you're also an artist. Yeah, yeah. So I I do uh, like manga illustrations. I do album art. Um, so that's under the alias MC Gabri. So that's that's my over. So I have two instances. So there's the art one and then there's the music one. Um, so I've been building the art thing. I mean, I've been doing art since I was in diapers, you know, like way, way before music. But as a business, uh, it's only been like the past three years, I want to say. So you would say you're primarily like a visual artist before like a, a musical artist? It's, mm, yeah, but Why not recently, both? Re- exactly. I was right. just going to say that uh, recently it's been like, like neck and neck. So I'm like, and you know, this year, uh, especially joining the hill and you know everything that's been going on, songwriting and all of that. Yeah, as I much feel as like they the work. music has been, you know, more people are taking interest. So I'm like, let me see where this goes as well. So. From my outside perspective, I feel like if you're in the hill, like you can't just chill. It's like you're recording yeah, this weekend. We got yeah. a video shoot. Yeah, got a rap yeah. somewhere. <laughs> like I feel like every time I turn around, there's new music coming yeah, out. There's yeah, new kinda, things to do. Kind of took over, but yeah. it's strange because like the, the hill as a group, I think we've only got. I think I'm only on one one hill song maybe. But me and you have got tons of songs together. Yeah, it's, we it's got wild. tons of songs. Y'all got a crew name, like a separate crew name? Yeah, yeah. we call it Dream Gang. Yeah, yeah. Dream Gang? Dream yeah, Gang. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah, we got a, what's our first, Can we, we can promote it now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Our first project is Dream Gang Presents Aqua Team Slumber Force. Oh, that's the joint you played for me. You mentioned to me that, yeah, right? And we, yeah, easy. We put we putting together some, they really yeah. stretching my limits out here. It's not they. I'm the. I'll, I'll work around anything, but like, uh, I mean, I'm the one that that's the most free. I think. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, I'm not gonna put you guys' business out there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, this is a new project coming out, like a, a new album, or is it just uh, like a couple tracks? Three, p- three yeah. track EP. Yeah, EP. I wanted to maybe we, four. Can we play? I can really we? Want the yeah, four. Yeah, can yeah. we play some of this music later? Yeah, for All sure. Right. We got like. Can Two we? songs. <laughs> we gonna pull up. I think pull ups. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. What's the one up. that? What's the one that you sent me? Is that? Is that was? That wasn't with Crafty though. No, the one it was from with last Crafty. Week. Okay. We were both on auto tune on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. uh, yeah. that's what you mean by being stretched. 
Yeah, because I had never, I had never done auto tune. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay. Yeah. Who? Not, not, not stressing time. You know, I love. No, I thought you, I I thought you meant you were pissed. <laughs> no, I'm not pissed. No, no, it's not like. I'm, but like, stress yeah, yeah. is in like my versatility. W- my versatility. Yeah. yeah. You're not, you're not an auto tune type of cat. He can, not, he can but do I it sound though. good on yeah, it yeah, though. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah I know. You the surprised me. Like, yeah. He sounds like Wayne on Auto Tune. Actually. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes it works. Who's pushing you towards that? Ghost Pops? Yeah. Hey, shout, shout out to Ghost shout Pops. To, shout out to Ghost Pops. Pops. I feel like Tokyo he needs. Dope City. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to put the gunshots when yeah. it's Ghost Pops, man. Shout out to Ghost Pops. Shout out to them, man. The yeah. beauty about it is, it's like um, I'm so cool with it because they both are about the bars and about the content, mm. and so I'm able to be like. I want to express myself lyrically, but I also still want to do it in a different way. Mm. So as long as coming up, like Lupe used to rap in a bunch of different ways. Yeah. Wayne used to rap Lupe. in a bunch of different ways. And that, that versatility, throughout all of that versatility, there was still a solid rock of lyrical content. Yeah. I don't mm. know about Wayne. I fuck with Wayne, but his puns were always crafty. His, his puns good, were like, made word. you think like, oh, I wish I thought of that. Yeah, right, so right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. There's a real yeah. simple brilliance yeah, to I'll give him that, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's, one of, he's one of the best, uh, you know, rappers to ever do Facts, it. Yeah. I'm not Facts. a huge fan, but I mean, like, I love you listen dedication. to one song and it's like, oh, what you mean you got four thighs? Like, running <laughs> shit like four thighs, like, damn. No, I mean, he's he's great. And his yeah. verse on the, um, on uh, that new Benny album is crazy, too. Um, Timeless is him, Big Sean, and, and Benny. And okay. uh, I don't I've heard even, it, but I don't remember the I don't, verse. Uh, yeah. That verse is just like one of my favorites of the year. Because Griselda dropped. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, then I need to I need to check that Griselda out. Griselda dropped yeah. like a hundred projects a year. So. Yeah, they. I mean, they they really do drop like an album at least every month. Yeah, yeah. But Wayne, like I love like I love his dedication series a lot because he just comes and kills He's your got beats. Content on content. He does, and that's that's why I feel I'm just like, yo, let me just make stuff. Yeah, exactly. I do this for suffering children. Hold on, I'm gonna play it. I think Trader always my favorite on this album. I do this for my young, more precious than the moon is to the sun. I got more weapons than I'll ever need. I shoot you with each one. Talking cocaine out of Medellin. My whole straight out the magazine. You drowning in the fire while I'm snorkeling in the gasoline. Steady diet of heavy drugs. Roller push you like Perez. But still look good, yeah. They got every eye on each one of us. What nigga look here? I come catch your ass on career day. In your career, I got pistols. I just been killing his features since like oh. 15, 16, like really, really killing it. Dirty hit you, them shots in the dirty whistle. Watching movies with a bitch that wouldn't watch a commercial, which one higher than everyone. But almighty, I treat the white girl like a wifey, treat her like Aphrodite. Let a god to satisfy me while I'm rolling the tidy. I chop the hands off the clock, that mean I'm timeless. Don't time me, I'm forever. Oh, I'm sorry, that was hard. That was hard, right? I mean, the, the only problem with it is that, like, Lil Wayne is a goofy. He's a goofy. Yeah, why you know are you going like, with Trump like that? I can't, yeah. like, I... It's, I mean, like, I just read that he also just sold all of his masters for, like, $100 million. What? How and why would you do that? He sold all children? of his masters for $100 million? Yeah, yo. I guess... I so guess he just got them back, too. Off, off of... Uh, off of Birdman. Birdman. He just got them back. And he sold Damn. them? Damn. A hundred million dollars ain't shit. Like forty of that goes yeah, to exactly. your fucking, you know what I mean? Like yeah, the taxes. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like he, this is the man who, who coined the term bling bling. Mm. Every single president has said that since they, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a, it's a crazy thing. He's just a goofy. Like the whole verse is dope. It flows. The bars are crazy. But even in it, he's talking about illicit drug usage, which has already turned his life into turmoil. It's a goofy mm. thing, but he could wrap his ass off. That's true. That's I goofy. had to listen to the No Ceilings Three though. I, have you heard it? The new one. I don't. I, don't I, I know. I get it. I get it. I only I only listen to that when a person I'm kicking with a lot is like you need to listen to that and I feel an obligation to at least be able to critique it. Okay, you, you need know, to and I do the it. podcast <laughs> since my podcast partner late since late moved to Atlanta. I'm I'm I don't even have to listen to Eminem anymore. It's right. kind of a good thing for me, mm. uh, you know, like. Not to say that late always pushed me to listen to shit that I didn't like because he always pushes my boundaries on shit that I even do like. But um, yeah. Yeah. I would listen to to fucking Drake just because I know we're gonna have to talk about it, and I never need to listen to yeah, Drake. I feel that. Like yeah. that's how I feel about when some of my homies advise stuff to me. Like I talked to my phone, talk on the phone with my homie from back home. He like, yo, you should check out this man. You should check out this guy. And then I just be like, 
Okay, bro. <laughs> <That's> too much. <laughs> I, I feel too like much. I feel like there's so much content out there. There's so much good there's music that much. I don't really need to be a part of like a pop cultural moment. To I've had to, I've had to do like two music detoxes this year. That's like no new music. Yeah. But like now, like recently, I'm just listening to like my friends. Like I'm listening yeah. to The Hill. I'm listening to Abs, Aki. Like you know, just the local people. It, you know. Like you guys make me proud. It's like, ooh, these are my guys making uh, music. Same, same here, I, bro. Tokyo got a lot of really dope rap shit going on For right sure, now. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, between the hilt and like what what Ghost Pops is doing with all the artists that yeah, he's working yeah. with, um, sure. you know, Buddha and the Bridge. There's a lot of uh, fucking soul gossip. I, I, I feel like you know, I've been, I've been a part of the hip-hop community out here for four years with the podcast paying attention i feel like right now is kind of a an interesting cultural moment in tokyo in terms of like the rapper scene i feel kind of like there's a more cohesive rapper scene that's starting to develop and i'm interested to see how that how that functions and how that works because like one of the things that's interesting about how can i phrase this all right look the 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 versus shit today was going on with too short and e40 yeah. right and yeah. i mean that's um, those are legendary cats mm -hmm. like too short has been there since 81 yeah. and one of the things that i felt really dope about is that i was in the bay during the hyphy movement and the hyphy movement for me wasn't some pop culture thing where i was in new york and it's like oh these hyphy guys are really interesting it was a subculture an actual culture that was emerging organically within the community of the bay and a collective energy and nowadays internet culture has turned everything into like a collective energy you know what i mean so it's like you got uh, this person using slang is every it's it's from like you you got a word like lit i have no idea where it came from yeah, but yeah. the entire youth yeah, culture uses exactly. it right it's not like a, it a, a down, yeah. it's not like hella yeah. it, where it's like a specific bay or a you know wody like a specific yeah. thing and yeah. and what's crazy to me about tokyo is that like we are a community of people who's from all over the place. So you get this kind of like... It's a nice blend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's also like this organic Tokyo thing that's happening where people are making music that expresses their experiences in Tokyo as foreigners. And that's what I'm excited to see kind of develop. I'm excited to see a rapper from the UK and a rapper from, you know what I mean, wherever else... Yeah come together and also spit like a a, a nihongo bar mm. about a convening yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see the real subculture emerging in tokyo and i think some of y'all are are like some of the cast that's right on that bleeding edge with that it, it it's a vibe and it's a different thing yeah i'm i'm excited for yeah, it definitely. Like, what was that like three minutes of me talking about some shit cultivating yeah. now i was just gonna say like it's it's also uh, like i'm pleasantly surprised that people are into lyrics out here in Tokyo because I, I didn't think like when I came here people would really care about the lyrics that they'll just be into the flow the vibe the beat but like people quote my lyrics I'm like oh okay our lyrics coming back lyrics coming are coming back, back. Yeah, coming back. Coming they really back. are like, coming back and I I'm really am happy about it because I was losing faith for a second I, I had lost faith but I still put the lyrics in, but it's like, okay, I'm just writing Nobody's this for me. Nobody's going to care about this, yeah, so this yeah. is all me. We, yeah. I mean, it's not like they ever really disappear. We've always had lyricists who are, you know, Lupe had his time. Like, yeah, Jay's yeah, always had presence. Um, Big Sean, Kendrick, uh, J. Cole, these are all lyricists, you know what nice, I mean? Yeah, but yeah. there was this kind of, like, dominant culture waviness that place yeah, a yeah, real yeah. small emphasis yeah. on lyricism. And I feel like a lot of the more popular cats, even the cats that are wavy and, and kind of like popular amongst the youth, are fucking rhyming. People put me oh, on yeah, to yeah, yeah. Amine. Yeah, Amine. Oh, Amine. Oh, Amine. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting him to actually be like dropping cadences. Is you he, know what is I mean? He a rapper? No, he yeah, raps. He oh, raps. I thought he was a singer. He raps. No, he ra and he spits too. Okay. No, he's dope. Yeah. I, 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 see, I avoided it because I thought it was going to be on some triplet flow kind of wavy. Mm. Like, I don't really listen to Blueface okay. type of shit. You know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. it's like, I oh. I haven't gotten into him yet. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I think Wes Atlas put me on to him, and then I had Deza. And um and Ro Morikawa on, and it was like, yo, the Amine album is dope. So I played it all this week, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't hate this. This is rapping. This is rapping. Yeah. yeah. It, the beats are more 
contemporary, mm. not your boom bap centric type mm. of, you know, even a J. Cole vibe or something. Yeah. But but yeah, it's hard. He the way he rides it, like when he comes in on a beat and when he comes in on a flow, it's very like boom. And he just like really hits it and he like it's yeah, he's a good lyricist. On it. Yeah. Oh, he's I dope. was surprised too. His choruses are dope too. They're catchy, nice. they're fun. His videos are catchy and fun, and it's just it's a dope vibe. Yeah. He's got a he's got some depth in there too as well because when he talks about his family and everything like that. What state like, is he from? Do you know? Uh, he's from Cali. Oh, Cali. Okay. Yeah, but he's from the he's Ethiopian, right? He look Ethiopian. I think he, he looked like I, he's African. Like yeah. he looked like he could be related to like Nipsey or some shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but I, I think he's from that community because I I remember him talking about it in some of his yeah. bars. I don't know much about him, and I yeah, just listened to his music for the first time. But uh, again, back to the point, it feels like lyricism is kind of yeah, yeah. having a resurgence. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's exciting. I'm happy. I mean, look at all, like, look at J.I.D., Earth Gang. It's like oh, wavy J-I-D. shit. And it's just like. Yeah. That's a funny yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's dope. So. Where are you from? I'm from London. London, London? Yeah, yeah London, London. Hey. Yeah, East London. But, um, you know, I'm half Nigerian and half Guyanese. Uh, so Guyana yeah. in South America. Shout out to Guyana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. my homie, uh, my homie Andi, um, he from Queens, so he sound completely from Queens. Like, yeah. yeah, like he can't even code switch. Like that's how dumb <laughs> his he don't he don't know how to speak anything but like bodega speech. Yeah, but uh, he's also uh, Guyanese. Oh, for is real? it Guyanese? Guyanan? Guyanese? Uh, Guyanese, Guyanese. And his mom, you know, she's fire it up and yeah. Yeah, a lot of that West Indian foods and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yo, like, so I rock with yeah, that. A lot of good. curry. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a place until I met him. I mean, it's <laughs> a <laughs> tiny, tiny country. Yeah. It's like, like the, the northern right peak, above, right? Yeah, right above Brazil, yeah. next to Venezuela. So. Yeah. New yeah. things I've also learned recently because I was unsure about it as well. It's, it's a really tiny. And then people yeah. confuse Ghana in West Africa with Guyana because uh, they sound similar. So. Yeah. Their yeah. flag is fire too, though. Really? Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, the, the, the it's got like, like a, a boomerang kind type of, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yellow green. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. the colors. Red, red, yellow, green. Maybe black. black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dope. Oh, the solid colors. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, them. yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really dope. I feel yeah. like I've had so many conversations. You know what was messed up, Valley? Is like every time that we talk to like a black person from somewhere other than the United States, they're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, my family is from this part of the world that we know, and this part of the world that we know." Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we just like, "Oh, I mean, slavery, probably." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, we don't have that really dope kind of cultural it's connection. It's because we're it. like second generation and shit. Because you know. Like our parents came straight. Like my mom was born in Guyana, and my dad was—he was born in London, but he was raised in uh, Nigeria. So we heard all these stories and stuff growing up. And I've been to both of the countries, so That's dope. It's, yeah, I guess it's a different—I don't know—a different upbringing. I don't know. Yeah. How was your upbringing out there? Did, were you involved in like a artistic community, hip hop community? Because you mm. told me you told me your age earlier, and you said, and I see the music this on the internet and yeah. so that means that you were making already making art when you were just in your teens and yeah, still in school yeah. and shit yeah yeah so, so how did you kind of get into to this creative culture hip-hop culture music i was really late with it like uh what, what oh, you weren't you? dog if you were if you were making music no, on no, youtube no, you were no. not late no you didn't know fam i started rapping and making beats at 14 what age would you say you started bro Bro, what? Homie, what? Fourteen, fam. Most rappers stage. Most rappers start at like eight. Yeah, nah. they be capping. Everybody can start rapping at eight. I've been freestyling. No, 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 like nothing. that's calm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but like not making music, or you mean like even listening to it? Uh, listening to um, so as like a young kid, I was like really not into music at all. I only like Craig David. <laughs> and then, like, I slowly got into, like, G-Unit and, you know, Eminem. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I started to dig deeper. And then and then I got into Grime as well. So my main thing is, do you know Grime? Yeah. In the yeah. UK? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like so Wiley and them. Yeah, yeah, Wiley, Skepta, Getz, yeah. So that's, like... I, that's the, the the kind of style that got me into music. 
So. But 14 is a long time, homie. Yeah. It's well, a long if you're time. looking also, at it from now, then that's, yeah. That's yeah, also not late to start making music and shit. This, I think it's, it's early. Yeah, it is. I, when, I was, when I was a kid, like, I don't think that the culture was as pronounced. Like, we used to have to listen to hip-hop come on the radio, like, at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't have... You know, when I was eight years old, you didn't just hear hip hop on the radio on your way to school or some right. shit. So it's like, I guess with younger kids now, may, like my nephew's uh, stepbrother, I remember he was six years old. He could rap all the lyrics to uh, the Marshall Mathers LP, like six years old. And he did Dang. it. That's that, that different than my experience. I didn't really start becoming like hip hop, hip hop. Until I was like 12 years old, I started breaking and, and really starting to find out about the culture, oh, okay. which is kind of young even too. But I mean, for somebody your age, yeah. 14 is like spot on. I mean, that's when we our interest starts to peak in music, like right, right. into our prepubescent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I get it. How about I you? I mean, you must have started the same like earlier than that. Um, I was dancing so like i liked fucking around with records and tape players and stuff like that when i was coming up because my dad was a computer technician and he always had me fix the stereos and shit so oh, like you just me about that yeah. yeah dealing with sound i've been dealing with sound for a while um but yeah i guess in middle school uh from like the seventh grade to the 12th grade i was in choir and i was like the president okay. of choir i have like a plaque like I have plaques, bro, of like a medals of we choir get medals. You singing more. What was like, you singing? I did barbershop quartet, and I went oh, state, man. one state. Uh, what kind of what kind of singer were you like? Baritones, prom. I was at first. I was a tenor, and by the time I graduated high school, I was a bass. Hit that shit right now. Like I can't hit that shit. Hark no the herald. <laughs> can't do that. I can't so, sing for shit. Um, yeah. Even auto tune wouldn't save me. I can't. Do you guys ever like think that. like? Um, Looking back, uh, you wish there was something your parents put you in, like, you know, oh, yeah. choir or piano or something. Why are my but parents like, yeah, give me an instrument? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Facts. But then, you know, if you was a kid, you wouldn't have appreciated it or you hated it. But looking back, it's like, ah, oh, you should have pushed harder. But, but that one year of foundational taking those classes, you know, like you could go pick up some drums and then really start Fam, getting better. I did now. karate. I hated that shit. I did karate and I loved it. And then my yeah. mom gave me a saxophone and I, I tried to blow it. I was like, ah, I'm too fat for this. Yeah. Don't you see what I'm saying? I but like know. looking back, you're like, maybe you wish you, you did the sax more. I don't know. I ended up doing choir though. So that was yeah, like, because yeah, I wasn't good at sports. Like, right. so me I either. just like, I just stuck in the choir and I, I did wrestling and shit. Like body contact sports, like that kind of stuff I was straight at. But like, yeah. I loved wrestling. My brother and my cousin. <laughs> I'm gonna find the first track and I've ever made, and I want to send it to you, Mega. Oh yeah. It was. Uh, I want to hear that too. It was over a Black Star beat, and me and this German rapper. Uh, there was he was a German exchange student to my school, and we just got along, and we just you know fuck around and do shit. And one night he was like, "Let's rhyme." I took the rock band guitar, the rock band microphone, hooked it up to my computer. We did it. We we boot rig, We rigged it. Tried to make a sound uh, audio like a sound thing, and I just listened to most steps like um, that that static uh, album that came out that okay. year. And so one what's the like uh, history? I write the I write the limes like Leviticus, something mm-hmm. like that. He he makes one of those, and so okay. like yeah. I laid a law like Leviticus, and yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's dope. And then that's I still have that track. Oh, okay, yeah, you still have it. I still have it. Damn. What was your first track you made? Uh, the, the first track I, I don't remember the first track I made because I didn't put it out. But uh, the first song on my EP, like I have that. I'll, yeah. I'll send you that. I can send you guys that. Like my first EP, that was in 2010. Um, so actually, like, um, I guess I was kind of stubborn because I started rapping, you know, 14, and then I was already putting EPs and stuff like that out. Within the same year. What kind of music was it? Like grime, it grime. experience? Grime, okay. but like some... I was doing the kind of, uh, you know, covering people's beats as well. Like uh, covering some Drake beats. You know, yeah, you beats couldn't type stuff. in grime type beat back then. No, 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 no. You, no, you no, kind of no. just had to I find don't even think I, I don't even think type beats were a thing nah, back then. Nah, they definitely weren't. Nah, it's just like you take someone's beat and you put 
your own hook and your own verses yeah. on it. It was like uh, instrumentals. It was around yeah, the time when rappers yeah. was just rapping over instrumentals. We were yeah. making pause tapes. Like if there was like a break, uh, like a moment in the beat that had nothing, we would record 10 seconds of it and then do it again. And so we had this I, choppy I still do that. one minute joint and then finally just record Yo, that over. And if do a it. beat I don't, if a beat I really want is not on youtube yet like no one has remade it yet i'll do that like i'll find a part in the original song like the outro and then i'll just put it in audacity and right. chop it up but then when the rapper's doing the outro talking i'm like oh shut up yeah <laughs> <laughs> take that, your uh, beat said childish gambino uh he has a verse on the rhapsody song on one of her first major albums with ninth wonder and he's talking about how he used to like uh rap on the end of beats just like that he was just mm -hmm. like i'm waiting for this jay-z beat to end or like for him to stop rapping early and he, <laughs> he left like and then i'm rapping on the end of that space and i was just like yo that's the that's the vibe though yeah, that's what i was doing yeah i still do that man i still do it i'll be just rapping Griselda the, beats. yeah they uh. just leave the they leave the tail because they're like what you want some of this smoke yeah come do it drake does it on some of his shit when he drops his right. mixtapes it's crazy how like you can even find the instrumentals like people are recreating the beats and putting them on youtube like in a day nowadays yeah. like they're yeah. quick with it. it and it's wild to me how how well they do it like one of my favorite beats is by this mc named mike and it's a crazy beat and somebody like the l sweatshirt mike yeah yeah okay yeah, and yeah. it's like it's a beat that I just never really heard anybody freak like that before. I'm like, I don't know how he created it, but it's dope. And then I went to YouTube looking for like where who who did it, where is it from? And it's just like somebody goes step by step, shows you how he made the beat, recreates it, and then has the fucking instrumental. Was on it, it like one of the vocal chop sample beats? Like? Uh, it's, it's um, it's fucking never knocked. Have you ever heard that? I play that so I, I, often. I it's like my favorite to, song. I just it. got into Mike this year. Um, uh, I heard a couple of his albums, but uh, it's, it's a it's a weird beat. This joint. This yeah. I, I love it's this like album. It's like that Temptation man. horns. Or something. Yeah, it's the drums are so punchy on it and strange. I didn't know he raps over drums. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like the, the kind of drunk flow you gotta go with this. Yeah, I'm wondering how those horn stabs this. are crazy though. This year I'm playing for my kids. Oh, it's like an Earl Sweatshirt type flow. Yeah, them, them two Earl are like... Sweatshirt's flow is like a Mike type of flow. Okay, my what? bad. Is it He's your in, way around? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, Earl, Earl, like you can hear, you can hear Earl's new style. But how old is Mike? Mike is a little bit. Mike is younger, but Mike yeah. has been doing this for a whole minute, and that's why, like, if you listen to, if you listen to Earl when he the first album, uh, some rap songs, yeah. where he really makes the transition to this style, he he even nah, directly. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. He was doing those these type of beats too. Uh, I mean, the uh, the his new flow though yeah, yeah, yeah. is very much like inspired from his. Okay. It's, it's, like a, it's like a back and forth thing you okay, know they're inspiring yeah, yeah. each other but but i don't like shit i don't go outside is still a little different than the temperament from some rap songs That's which true. is very much okay. the mic kind of enough. neo boom yeah. bap shit i mean they're both dope like they're yeah. earl yeah, yeah. earl is actually moved up moved up into like a top position for me this He's been year. in my top 20 for a long time. Like. I liked him, but his writing now is so poetic, dog. Like, yeah. they're not even bars anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is flow. poetry. It's just poetry. And the way he approaches it is like, yeah, you you just took it to a whole nother level. And I feel like I want him and Tyler to do a tape where they over Neo Boom Bap shit. Like, just maybe just four tracks and I'm straight. Yeah. But like, I don't yeah. even know, like... To be honest with you, like I like what Tyler's doing. Their trajectories are so interesting mm. to map because you know Tyler went one direction and Earl went completely the opposite and direction. And Frank went there. Yeah. Sid the Kid went there. Like they all went is, different. You know what I mean? It's yeah, all yeah. different vibes. But yeah. like I, I don't know the the type of the type of music that that Tyler makes now is to me it's like it's interesting, but I don't really. Uh, I like. I, pre I prefer yeah. it to the Boston Gobin yeah. stuff. Actually. I think he's it's, it's he's so better like, than he's ever been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his production, his the musicality, production. 
What, what is the the scum fuck scum fuck flower boy? Flower boy yeah. Is it scum fuck? I just call it flower boy. Now. Yeah. I think he cut the scum cut fuck. The, off. Okay, the <laughs> but the flower boy yeah. album is like beautiful and brilliant. Yeah. That's his but best man, album, I think. I think. You're, I don't Igor think was cold. No, 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 no. What? I didn't no, really peep what? Igor like really? that. I listened really? to Igor Why? like three times. Flower Boy is better. Flower Boy is a different type Flower of thing. Flower Boy is a masterpiece. It's, ah, okay. Igor is good. It's Igor a really good split, album, yeah. but like Flower Boy? I think because Flower Boy was the first album where I was like, okay, Tyler really took right. it up. Maybe that's yeah. why. If Igor yeah. came out before that, maybe I would have felt like that about Igor. Flower Boy feels like he came out fully formed. Like there's a Definitely. new Tyler. Because yeah. his joints before that was kind of like Cherry yeah. Bomb was like, yeah. yeah. Cherry Bomb you was. You know what I mean? Yeah. A few of them was just like kind of mid. Like Wayne or Kanye had the best verse on Cherry Bomb, like the whole album. So, But yeah, Flower Boy is dope. I just felt like Igor was like, he came out new Tyler on Flower Boy. And then he not only lived up to the momentum, but he carried the momentum and he threw it off and, it, and he blew it up. And it was like, it was refined. It was like more, my bad. It was refined. It was like, the there was just a different type of weight to that body sure. of work that he put together. I don't, and, know, about, and it was I don't like, know about Earthquake though. No, Earthquake. Oh, don't leave it's my fault like the i like that i like make so many earthquake puns i like that part but it's like no because i saw the dissect of the album as well yeah and that's when i had a new respect for it but ooh, uh, just use autotune man it's fine no but oh oh you mean vocality I mean, the, the singing yeah but like, i mean we don't always gotta throw sing- autotune on it no, and that's what I, I was happy because i was like he it's just raw it's I, so I appreciate like, that. like yeah i did i don't mind Poor singing. It depends. Or, I yeah, think it dep- like if Jay-Z like, can't sing and people love that like shit. Like Westside Gun, when he does it, it sounds good to me. Like the no auto-tune, raw singing. But when Tyler does it, I don't know. I've always been a fan of poor singing. The other day I was like, my daughter um, was watching Cinderella. And I remember a scene from that that I used to sing as a kid. And it's the scene where the step singer is singing, ter- the stepsister is singing the song terribly. And then it goes to um, Cinderella, and she sings it like well. And I'm just like, yo, the stepsisters, her vocal qualities were fucking hard. <laughs> I wanna can, say, I, I wanna, can I play that? Yeah, yeah, I want to. I want to sign this girl. <laughs> no, I just it just it's it's discord. It, it just doesn't sound good. Comes from the heart, yeah. Maybe if he didn't layer the vocals, because if you layer them. If you layer the vocals for poor singing, then it sounds like you're trying. If you just do one straight, <laughs> I think I gotta play an ad here. Hold on. I love Tyler. I'm not trying to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just like, it's if, if both that's of them your one albums. reason for like Igor was it not as good as Flower Boy, I just, I, I, nah. Damn, nah, they're gonna make me nah, play this man. whole. Flower Boy is like, it's here we go. Amazing. It does have a ring to it. That's not bad. That's not poor singing. Oh, the okay. audio's all, all right, fucked that's up. That's a bit, yeah. But I just like that shit. I used to sing it as a kid. I yeah. like it. This but audio I like it too because like the way it hits the ear, and like and if you if you it's something about the grittiness of like raw singing and raw vocals outside of auto tune that mm. you you feel more connected and like Hello? I'm just like oh yeah I can mm. do that shit uh-huh. and it's like an old dirty bastard you yeah. know yeah. No, I, I love I love real singing but I, I like it when it's like one track not when it's harmonized you know uh, yeah. I, got you. I think I've always just like like I like bus driver singing I like open mic eagle singing it's like oh, there's so many dope. Uh, there, there's just a, a lot of art like why from Anticon like he's like a full indie rock band now but his old sing-song rapping style was just dope to me like you never heard anything like it and sometimes the auto-tune is too much of a trope that makes the song worse for me yeah, like it's, yeah. i feel that it's, it's feel overused that. and that's why when you said you're kind of stretched from it like sometimes it's used as a spice and sometimes it's used as a crutch and i think it's easy to tell that difference i like it as a as like a spice like i don't even like the full because there's like a uh you know zero to a hundred meter i i like test it on 25 and stuff but like ghost Pots was telling me like uh before 50 it doesn't make a difference i didn't know that so I I normally put mine on like 25 or something just to test mm. my normal singing versus the auto tune. I just don't use it. I no. just can't. I cuz when I hear it I'm just like 
I mean, it's cool. That's me. That's nice. I can't think of an artist that I listen to that uses it, really. Really? Yeah. No one on that that chart? I mean, I don't listen to a lot of the people on that chart either, though. I mean... Yeah, that, I mean, I just I feel put like out, I listen to like 90% of the people on there. I listen to quite a few of them. Like, I don't listen to Watsky. I have no idea what kind of music he makes. I, I don't listen to um, Immortal Technique. Okay, I got an example. Mm-hmm. I think Drake uses Autune like a very, very small amount. He used to use it more. I I, I don't listen to Drake. He's like... I actively unsupport <laughs> Drake. Actually. I mean, I can tell by the posters in this wall you don't listen to Drake. I just don't like him as a human being. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> uh, and I, I, yeah. There's a lot. I mean, yeah, I don't need to go into it, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I just don't care for his variety of existence. Oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Enough people like him that it, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I don't need to listen to him or, you know, like, yeah. there's a lot of good music. Oh, speaking of which, public service announcement. Welcome back to the Mega Late Show, episode number 136 with Crafty Kid and my my cousin, my blood cousin, A Valley. Um, I want to let you guys know that Late and I are gearing up to give you guys our year-end favorites, um, hip-hop albums of the year, and we're going to be recording that episode soon. We were going to record it today, but uh, rescheduling. Um, I did, however, just write a piece about my um, 20 albums that didn't make my top 20 this year so i guess it's like i want to listen to that well i, wanna, I mean i didn't I wanna, record it but i wrote it up on moto nice the blog that i do with Polly rhymes a lot of good albums on there um that just weren't didn't have enough horsepower to make it into the top 20 so do a top 40 yeah, <laughs> I, I mean it, the thing is like um any I've, i said that any one of these albums for the most part could have been in the top 20 so it's not like 21 uh, 39 it's mean, just kind of yeah. like I, I just think that they're that's really solid idea. I, I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't 2020. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why I kind of did it. 20 of my favorites and then 20 that didn't make the top 20. That's what's up. But yeah, there's a lot of albums on here um, that I think people appreciate. Most of them are um, unconventional, independent, anti-pop albums. So I think the most closest that I got to like a really poppy album on there is that um, uh, Deontay Hitchcock um, Better album, which is really good. And... I guess that's about as close as it gets to like some real pop rap type of shit, which is a good album. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So pay attention to that. We'll have more stuff out if you guys are such interested. I, li- I listen to the weird shit, man. I listen I listen to the shit that I feel like is real hip hop shit. I listen to that product. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I've, I've stopped abusing learning. myself. I stopped abusing myself by listening <laughs> to certain things. Yeah. I began to abuse myself. Just just to learn, like, you know. I just realized that, like, when I started listening to everything, nothing really stuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing really, like, stuck with me. I, I wasn't, like, my my brain stopped being, like, oh, that's catchy. And my brain went into more, like, oh, I, like, this is a good sound for my exactly, head. Exactly, like student mode. And I can't, nah. Because nope. student mode for me is, like, I'm listening to something, and I heard this. I was I've been listening to Pivot Gang, and they got this song called uh, uh, "Ground Studio Rules," like a studio rule. And that and I listened to it five, six times last night on repeat. And I don't do that a lot. And then I was like, all right, let me listen to the whole album. And I love Pivot Gang. Like every rapper outside of, in that group is cold. I haven't heard of them. Um, it's Saba's crew, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know Saba. I don't know the names of their cats in it, but I know that's like his little clique, right? That, yeah. And so, like, I just it just really took me in. And so, I, as I was listening and breaking it down, I was like, yo, these are just these are bars for days, and they're really, really good, and it's making me think. Mm-hmm. And then, now I went into student mode, where I'm like, alright, I'm gonna pick, I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm learn how to, okay, this is how he went from this bar to the next bar how we went from this thought to the next thought and then i can start studying the thought transitions because yeah. like instead of studying the bars and being like oh he said this and he he said it like this i'm like the thought transitions is i can write bars yeah, but yeah. my thought transition needs to be intact so i can keep it consistent yeah. and keep it going so like that puts me in the student mm-hmm. mode, and I and like I feel like with listening, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when I'm when I'm like just listening to everything, it also puts me in student mode because I get to see like the the melodic process That's and the I'm harmony yeah. process. Yeah. But sometimes that shit can come from the soul. So like 
my soul can create that. That's why I want my mind to learn how to be technical and like you know, you know, switch those things so it can keep keep up with the frequency of my soul. You feel me? So how how do you assess the quality of of music that you get? Exactly the same way. Like I'm I'm listening. Um, I kind of don't like the fact that I listen to everything with a technical ear now because I can't really enjoy music for music. It's like I'm I'm always listening to like I listen to albums like in. A and R would like mm. if it's someone I'm not really invested in, I'll listen to like the first minute or so or minute and a half. Mm. Or like till the hook and the first verse is coming. And if it doesn't switch up or a bit, I'll go to the next song, kinda like that. Unless it's someone I'm I'm f- fully invested in, or at least half invested in. And you know, like the melodic rappers, uh, I look at like how they write their hooks. Like I studied a lot of uh, singers and how they do bridges and then going into the hooks as well. Um, and I tried to map that onto, uh, you know, bars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Thanks. I don't know. I think, you know, um, I've always had like these, since I started listening to hip hop, I come from that generation was like, keep it real hip hop, right? And, but I was also like highly, like I like shit that is art. I like when people are an artist. I don't like. I don't like when. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say I don't like, but I, I I prefer when I'm listening to an artist and there's like the the barrier between us and the art is like reduced. So I don't really want 50 producers in there with them or uh, a bunch of different writers. I kind of want to see like what this person crafts as art. And of course, that happens on like a whole different range of things. Like Beyonce is an artist, you know, but there's a difference between her and like the cat that's like in their bedroom doing everything. You know what I mean? And 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 a lot of the music that I listen to as well, I like when I like when it's like not a product. I don't I don't I I know. I know what you mean. A lot of the shit like they're not trying to sell you something. They just. It, doing it because they want to do it a lot of sounds are influenced by like popular sounds you know what i mean like auto-tune like most of the cats that i rock with are not really using that because that is a pop music trope that happens now where people are making the music because like oh this sounds good like you said listen to like an a and r like what would sell how exactly, does it sell yeah, like yeah. i never listen to music like that unless it's music that i'm not gonna like a lot of the music shit is good. If I'm if I'm inside of like a Forever 21 or wherever the fuck they play this type of shit, I'm like, oh, what is this? This is pretty catchy. And it's like, oh, this is Billie Eilish or, oh, this is Drake. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty catchy song. But in the same way that like I wouldn't just sit there and eat like out the garbage, I wouldn't go home and, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm it's like a dietary type of thing for I'm me. I'm definitely not listen, you know? listening for pleasure. I'm yeah. like, okay, what can I take from this? And then no, bounce. I do that too, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. when I've, since we've been working together. Exactly. Like, yeah. and we've been working on these different types of beats and stuff i've been listening to the artists and see how they approach and how they rap and then i'm like all right cool i I peep game now let me take my lyrical content boom and try to like mix it up one of the old rap collectives that i really like that we're making this kind of progressive art rap type of shit they got a song that the chorus is like the better the artist the harder they bite and it's not about literally biting. It's about like taking inspiration from all the things around you, recrafting <laughs> <That's funny>. them, <laughs> that re- is funny. recrafting them, and then making your that own thing. That would have gone yeah. over my head, actually. <laughs> yeah, the better the artist, the harder, harder they, bite. they bite. And it and, and it and it's like what they did on that shit is highly experimental. I'll never put. I've never. Put, I don't know if I ever put a black person onto that music before. To be honest with you, <laughs> the, and 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 I don't. You know, because they're they're like white rappers. This weird, strange shit, and I just really just never did it. Cause, I listen to a couple white rappers. I mean, the, the, their whiteness is not really the point. It's just that I just exactly, didn't think exactly. that like it spoke to like black folks' sensibilities in terms of what rap was. Uh, and I even see. back then, they used to be ridiculed. Like, is this really rap? Like, right, what are these guys right. doing? And I and I come from the camp where it's like in hip hop music. The only thing that you have to do to make rap hip hop music is say that you're making hip hop music and then make the fucking hit music. So you could use industrial sounds like what you call abstract. We just call lyrics over here. Like you could put together any word combinations that you want. It doesn't have to be, you know, similar to what's popular or or, or a triplet float as popular at the time or, you know, Eminem style bars. It could be, you know, just random word combinations. I like the weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think it's, I look for that stuff towards for like inspiration. 
you know, to be like, oh, this is how, like, if someone asked me to do some band shit, I can yeah. be like, let me yeah. rap about pickles in a jar. <laughs> Especially on, like, writer's block. Because if I'm listening to the same type of beats, or oh, gosh, same type yes. of artist, I know I need to get out of my box a little. So that's, like, I listen to every genre as well of music, even some country songs, just to kind of bring back, and you know, with a fresh, a fresh mind. I think that like there's dope artists in like every single genre. You know what Thanks, I mean? Yeah. Like, every single genre has got some really dope music that's being made. And the things that I like is like when when that when in that music genre where it emerges as something organic and natural and not some marketing scheme or something that people have just fucking used repetitively over and over again. Can yeah. like the like I like eight oh eight type of trap beats, but man I think they're okay. A, a lot of them hit and it's like there's there's you know a variety of approaches to use to them but can you imagine if like everybody was using the same fucking drum sample from like 88 to like 91 it, it's like we've had years where like the drums are just consistently this thing they've seeped into popular culture and now it's like the shit that is considered rap is like is it even really like a black cultural thing or is it a pop cultural thing is it a hip-hop cultural thing or is it just pop music now and that's where it gets like kind of strange to me where it's like what do you mean this guy's of the culture like he's influenced by pop culture so is this like an organic uprising of, of I, I don't even know how to call it like some shit is just corny to me because it's done so much right yeah yeah even to keep it real rap shit it's yeah. like like don't rap about how real hip-hop you are just do hip-hop shit that's exactly you know what i mean like yeah it's, yeah. The, it's the mc who's like yo i'm so lyrical i'm fucking mm. lyrical is lyrical and lyrically yeah, lyricizing lyrical. it's like why don't you just be lyrical <laughs> instead of telling me that <laughs> yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah. lyrical yeah. you know what right. i mean and so it, it's it's kind of weird to to assess assessing music is also a strange fucking thing but you know it's a part of the game I it's suppose. a strenuous so, job that's why I'm happy for the crucible of homies around me. I use that word often and loosely a lot, my bad. But like Yeah, you I, used it twice already. Yeah, I <laughs> know, right? But like I'm uh, the same way. Mm -hmm. I probably said things of that nature of like four times on a podcast. I mean that's called that's <laughs> fucking say it too much when you record yourself every week and you notice it it's fucking violent you, you, <laughs> told, you told me you told me crucible uh when was it, like a few weeks ago I had, yeah. to, I had to google that yeah i had to google that what is that i only know the movie it's like uh it's a a melting pot of where you mix things and the crucible is made to make mm. uh magical components and things like that but it's really hot uh and it's like mm. it's, where it's i'm from that's called a bowl fire. a bowl yeah <laughs> Now, but a crucible cool. is, is meant to mix things to make things uh, better or stronger or more powerful. Yeah, I Googled yeah. it. I was like, you know, two and two came together. Yeah. But, like, my homies on that, on what you were saying, like, about rapping about Lee and Lyrical, a lot of my songs that's like, Preach, I would say some shit like that. And my homie was like, bro, can you just not rap about rapping? Why are you rapping yeah. about rapping? Don't do that shit. It's lame. Do it sometimes, and sometimes it's cool, but don't do it too much. And you ain't got to talk about people that are being fake or they ain't right. making real math. F them. Just make your music. Right. Just rap. Rap yeah. your shit. That's a big difference for me, at least. Like, yeah. when I, I guess, you know, people might get the, like, impression that because I love hip-hop music, that's like, oh, he must like the lyrical guys who are, like, putting this crazy high-quality um intellectual bars together like really thoughtful bars but now i listen to a lot of cats who are just like speaking you know what i mean it's like the like they're not craftsmen with language they're just expressing personal that's experience. what I'm, that's what and i've been like, doing that more, is dope too like yeah. it, i think the past year or two just like real raps just like like away from the technical aspect of it and just like okay how am i feeling and how can i say this in a creative way so and it's like less kind of less pressure on me because i'm just talking now so yeah how do you do I, your writing um do you usually sit down and write or yeah i usually work bars? i usually work backwards so i write and then like find a beat after which is why I have such an arsenal of bars. <laughs> and, and like, yeah. I've got like thousands, thousands of bars in my phone. And I just, Man's catalog exceeds yeah. I'm <laughs> jealous every time. I'm like, let's make a song. Yeah. And I have to tell him actively, don't give me nothing you already wrote, bro. 
when you write with me, we write something new. Because like, yeah, yeah, we both, we both yeah. step into I'm the mic. I'm from that right. crucible of freestyling. Like, don't spit written here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. no, 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 no. Like, his freestyling is, is like top notch. I was just saying, like, I think you're the best freestyle in Tokyo. Yo, like. don't cap on me. Don't cap on me because I can't I can't handle that yet. I'm I'm taking a break off. No, freestyling. like nah, because like my his freestyles sound like my pre written I wanna say. So it's like I gotta step my freestyle game up. I there's think. some there's some real beasts out here. Like Meso, he's fucking I he's he's an old head, uh not an old head, he's probably around my same age, but he won like uh uh B Boy Park MC Battle back in like two thousand three. He comes from that real oh, okay, all shit. freestyle raps. Mm. I accidentally met him like once when we were in Hawaii mm. and I didn't know who it was and later we would reconnect out here. Uh, real small world. He works with a lot of cats, but he's super yeah. dope with the freestyles. Mostly raps in Japanese, but mm. he's a speaker. Stop. Yeah, there's a lot of cats yeah. out here, man. Candle like, is fucking ill. Yeah, you and Miles mm. though, like you guys be going hard. Yeah, they be rapping. Uh, yeah. They be rapping uh, their asses off. I can't keep up, man. <laughs> uh, I just I, got chill I in want the more freestyles again. I need to get get back in the. I gotta get back into that as well. Yeah, me too. Mm. I keep saying that, but every time they people are rapping, I'm just like, I don't know, <laughs> fucking rap. I, but but you know as much as I speak, I might as well go ahead and stack. Um, but yeah, yeah. So like um um, I just think of something like normally, uh, in bed or the shower is when the best bars come to me, and uh, I'll just write that down and yeah, and then I'll find a beat that goes with it or I'll make a beat or you know I mean it depends. There's like a lot of different ways I do it to like kind of avoid writer's block. Um, sometimes I'll write on, you know, by hand. Other times the notes app. I've even like typed bars before. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think we was talking about that. I yeah, think, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, always. So, uh, yeah. We each, we see each other's creative processes, and whenever he comes over the crib, he'll see like I got a notebook. Exactly. I got my sketchbook with a bunch of bars in it, my notebook, and then I'll pull up my computer and it just floods on with notes. Yeah, yeah. And we, he was just like, yeah, I'm the same way. Because like, I remember yeah, we talked about yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I, I'm looking forward to the next part of the podcast to play some music. I did I did want to ask you a couple questions about living out here in Ikebukuro. Like, oh, yeah, this, is, yeah. this is, you know, this is, uh, this is I'm the not garden moving. block. Yeah, this is... I've been talking about moving, <laughs> but I'm a cultural ambassador for yeah. for the city. My wa- my wife also works for the city, and I rock heavy oh, with Ikebukuro. Cool. I think it's a really dope spot that's kind of overlooked by a lot of people. They don't see it as like an area, but man, um, how long have you been living out here? Just like just a year now. Oh yeah. Um, how long you been in Japan? I've been in Japan four years, but I've lived like over. So I did a year abroad in Oita. That was like 2015 to 16. Then I went back to London, uh, finished my degree. And then 2017, <clears throat> I was on the, the jet program in Sendai. So I was in Sendai, yeah, yeah. I was in Sendai for two years. Uh, and then I came to Tokyo last year, July. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, At least you got like a good seven eight months in a regular tokyo before the coronavirus peaked exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and i'd been here you know on holiday before mm. like a couple times but um Ikebukuro, i don't think i'm gonna move i like, love this area yeah man. it's like it's just perfect and what's up just down the road from the station yeah we i mean we live like seven minutes away yeah, exactly. from each other right yeah what was kind of like some of your favorite spots around this area you go to like uh, any like, chinese um, food spots uh i've been to the one on um uh, i forgot the name but it's halal food, halal okay. Chinese food. Do you know oh, it? Oh, snap. I think the, sure the, the Uyghurs make it, I think. Um, you I don't know you the say Uyghurs or you say Uyghur? I don't know how to pronounce Cause it. Because I worked did at a Uyghur restaurant and like we, they said Uyghur. Oh, Uyghur. Is it Uyghur? Yeah, Uyghur. I know, I've only ever read it, so I didn't even yeah, know Yeah, I've only ever read it, but it's okay. Uyghur. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uyghur. No, nah, it's cool. Uyghur. So yeah. there's there's a Chinese uh Restaurant uh, around here. Is it's it Uyghur. a is a Uyghur restaurant, not Uyghur. a Chinese restaurant? Is it oh, a Uyghur sorry, restaurant? Sorry. Or a it's Chinese a Uyghur restaurant. Right, cool. okay. I'm just, I, I don't know, know too just, much about I know, this I know, stuff. That's yeah, why yeah. I'm you well, thanks for teaching me. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go abs put me onto that actually. That's what's so, up. Uh, there's that. There's almost kebab, a kebab shop down there. That guy, I think he's 
You talking about the one that's kind of right across the street from the uh, the donkey over here? No, no, it's it's more uh, it's by the C one exit. Okay. Uh, I don't know the name of the streets actually. Uh, I just go by the exit. This is Geki Dori right here. Yeah. And then Tokiwa Dori is the one that passes by the. Uh, it uh, might be Tokiwa Dori. Okay. And um, what else is there? Um, you ever you ever been to um, what is the name of the joint over here? Sun Sun City, Chinese. Sunshine City. Nah, su it's called like Sun City Chinese food. It's on its back, Romance Street. The street oh, no. is back on the side. Uh, Yo, they got like I never I didn't know that they had like Chinese food like that. It's like okay. some real. You order some chicken and it's still got legs on it, like feet on it. It's like you oh, order. It's traditional it's, Chinese. Yeah, food. it's like you order. Oh, you order a piece of chicken and they bring you like a little chick out. They got the head on it yeah, and everything. It's uh, like one of them ones. Yeah, it's like a real authentical. Like when I'm yeah. coming down here, I'm usually down <laughs> here on my bike, so I'm yeah. usually passing through. But like I normally mm. eat over there. Like, ah, you okay. Know. But you don't need to me as well. So like you know, I'm just I just eat around. Yeah. You're yeah. in the ends, yo. Yeah, they. I'm always out here because of because yeah of exactly yeah so i like re i really like because of you guys like ikebukuro has been like i'm like yo this is I love chill it here, man. I, I would like more to emerge out here i'm looking for a venue out here that would be dope that would be really nice i'm also looking for apartments elsewhere yeah thinking about it like the amount that i pay for this apartment i could be in like mizono kuchi and have like almost double the size yeah. you know what i mean I yeah. think before uh, Corona, when they're gonna build a club here in Ikebukuro, and then obviously that's not happening anymore. But that whole the whole east, like we live on the west side. For yeah, people on who the are east side, right? Yeah. The east side has got a lot more of like commercial type of shit. We live in kind of the the red light right. district yeah. of like mm. it's all it's a love I hotels, Chinese foods over here on it. But we also got the metropolitan building, uh, uh, the theater, and so there's our shit happening. But but yeah. I went to the East Side for the first time a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "Whoa!" Because I was on it? the West Side, I was just like, "That's crazy!" That it's completely a com It's like a completely different area. Yeah, isn't I was it? like, "Sheesh, the spice." Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's wild out there. Um, I I like that East Side, that giant wall of just building. It looks like yeah. I don't know, fucking Game of Thrones ice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first when I when I first came to Tokyo, like my wife's aunt and uncle live out here. And we came to visit from Okinawa, and I was like, yo, I, I like this area. You know, it feels like busy. It feels like, you know what I mean? Like real city shit, but yeah. there ain't a lot of tourism. Like nobody's stopping to take pictures. And yeah. like when you go to Shibuya or Shinjuku, and I was like, it feel like city. And then I watched a television show called Ikebukuro Westgate Park, and I was like, yo, I, I still haven't seen that yet. It's, it's on like, my list. It's like a night. It's like a, a early two thousands, late nineties television show about the gangs out here and this one cat that's living out here, based on a manga. And it's dope. I remember you telling me yeah. about that. It's a cool song. little story, man. It's yeah. like it's got fucking um Watanabe Ken. In oh, it. okay. Yeah. Now he's I'm like a detective now. or some okay, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not the main character. He's just like a detective that's like watching the gangs and shit. But yeah. it's good. Yeah, I, I uh, like see. It's been a while. The only other person I know that really stays in like Toshimaku, and he don't—he ain't even Ikebukuro, is uh, Aaron Cholai, and Aaron's out here. But it'd be me I and him. He had nah, a beat live last night. Last yeah. night, yeah. Another Buddha invited me. I didn't I'm going to the one on the 26th. Oh yeah, I'm gonna pull up with you. That's gonna be crazy. He's gonna have his sextet there. He's a, a, yeah. a fucking genius. We gonna like pull no up because yeah. we got that studio we, session. I was that gonna day. say we got studio. But then after it's the in. studio session at night, we hitting it, and I'm, yeah. we are gonna bring out Ghost Pops too. Yeah, it's in okay. yeah. Uh, it's at Batika, um, yeah. uh, Ebisu. That's the place. Okay. Yeah. All, yeah. all night. I mean, I think we probably should probably start trying to cop tickets because it might sell out. Oh, it's like yeah. that. That. I mean, he's he's kind of known. Like he works yeah. with Kojo a lot. Like he produced Kojo albums, and they've done like theater together. He wrote. He he's a composer, right? He's like a piano oh, okay. prodigy. Like he was like 12 years old and touched the piano and could just play it magically. And then like two months later, he was in like the number one he school. From? Um, he his family. He's uh, from Papua New Guinea. Like his mother is an indigenous Papua New Guinean. Pa mm -hmm from papua new guinea uh, yeah i don't so, know what to say right but like you know they're yeah. they black folk. they're melanesian they're black yeah. folks and then his dad is like chinese and some white combination from australia and so he's albino but you know he got nine ether yeah. he's basically a black dude yeah. Yeah. he looked kind of like you know he's he's, he's like a half black dude yeah but yeah, yeah. 
looks like white, but yeah, but they're yeah. a black album. Yeah. yeah, he. I mean, he's he, he's one of my favorite people. His album is actually my favorite album of the year. Yeah. It is so fire. Did I play any of that? You did. You yeah, did. it's so fire. Uh, I, I've done it. I played it so many times when I talk to people. But yeah, that show is going to be dope. That's going to be on the twenty sixth um, at Batika. It's it's his whole label, Namboku. This is the hoodie uh, that I'm rocking, uh, Namboku Records. So. Uh, Shuni Shiwaka is going to be there, who's like one of the best jazz drummers in Japan. His wife, Miyama uh, to- uh, McQueen to- T- Tokita, is going to be playing like the Kodo on some avant garde Kodo oh, shit. Damn, this, okay. They're yeah, fucking we pull live, it up, bro. bro. We should got to pull up. Uh, that's the that's event for the for Their music for the year, is yo. like some of the most progressive shit out. Um, yeah, definitely pay attention to that. But um, yo, let's get out of here. Let's um, let's finish up uh, part one of the podcast, mm. um, episode number one hundred and thirty-six. Crafty Kid, a Valley. Let's do some social media drops. Where can we find you guys? You first. All right. What's good, y'all? Um, you know, it's your boy Allen Valley. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram at a dot underscore dot valley v a l l e y. You know, because you're chilling in the valley when you're with me. So that's me. And yeah, it's Crafty Kid. You can find me on Insta uh, at Crafty Kid underscore. And you know, if you're interested in the oh, art, is it with a K or with a C? That's a good point. Thank you. See, look at you looking out for me. Yeah, it's with a K. So that's K R A F T Y K I D underscore. And I do, uh, you know, art stuff like manga, illustrations, uh, album artwork. So you can find me on Insta at MC Gaburi. So that's M-C-G-A-B-U-R-I. That's right. Yeah. And all these beats is brought to you by my man, my man, Il Sugi. Pay attention to him. We're going to go out to one of his new joints called Downtown Speaks right now. Il Sugi, that's such a dope name. That's such a dope yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. to be confused with Isugi, the rapper, who was also dope. <laughs> but yeah, Il Sugi. This beat is fire too. Yeah.